Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello, world of the internet, world of YouTube, everything. Welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Show. The reason I was delayed today, if you are watching this live on YouTube, is because, um, yeah, I was waiting for a package to come, and my tracking online said the package would definitely be here at 10 past one. So I didn't want this to happen. In the middle of the podcast, guess what's going to happen in the middle of the podcast? This. But we'll deal with it. It's all good. So sorry about that. Welcome very much to the show, though. If you are live on YouTube, thank you very much for joining me. Please hit the subscribe button. If you are joining me on an audio service, please give me a review. Please subscribe to that as well so you get notifications. And of course, there are ways to support me. Follow me, Twitter, Instagram, at Simon316. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Or if you want to give me some money, which I'd appreciate. <laughs> I don't know why I find it funny when I say it like that. It just sounds so ridiculous. Patreon.com forward slash Simon316. There is a link in all the descriptions, both on audio and on YouTube. That's how all of this is, is possible. So thank you to all patrons. And oh, don't even tell me. My, my stream has just stopped. Hang on. Maybe it's not a problem. Man, it's one of those days, isn't it? Or are we okay? Are we okay? Um, let me wait. And I think we're all right. Sorry about this, guys. Technical problems this morning. But look, if you are on YouTube and you want to join in with a conversation, you want to talk to me about Dynamite, you want to do whatever, you can drop me a super chat in the, in the comments. And I promise you that I will respond to anything that you do say. That's that. Let's get on with it. What a palaver the last 17 minutes have been. Uh, that is uh, that is life for you, I suppose. Some people are saying that my internet has died. I hope it's still going now. I think it's picked back up again. It's the problem, though. It's 2019, man. We, we've done streams all this week, and there's been no issues. And then all of a sudden, issues come and just whoop your ass. Let's talk about AEW Dynamite. Um, it's weird, right? Oh, look, there's my lunch that came out of my mouth. <laughs> Should I just end it today? I, I may end it. <laughs> we've had too many problems. Look, let's just get into it. I know that it's a vocal minority that gets super mad about this stuff. I completely do. I understand. And I also totally believe that you're allowed your own opinions when it comes to anything. I don't have to agree. You don't have to agree with me. Um, but, you know, basically, the, what happened to me this morning is I woke up, and I'm very, very lucky in the sense that people are wonderful, they're engaged, they're passionate. And I go on Twitter, and I just had so many, so many uh, ads, whatever you want to call it, direct messages, uh, DMs, whatever, saying... Dynamite was terrible. This sucked. That sucked. Worst thing I'd ever seen. And again, I know that's only a few people. Totally understand it's only a few people. But it was certainly like it was more heightened than usual. So I popped on Reddit and I went to some forums. And what it certainly sounds like is that people didn't like one specific thing in the show. And they react and they kind of blow out of proportion, which people do on the internet. And that's now become the AEW Dynamite was the worst show ever. Now, even if it was, which I totally don't believe it was, but even if it was, that, that's like number 14. It's not, it's not the most damning thing in the world. Of those 14 things you did, this was the worst. You're like, was well, so 13 were, were pretty good. But I do understand where people are coming from uh, in, a, in a certain extent. Before we do get on in the Super Chat, again, thank you so much for donating in the Super Chat. I said it before. I say it again. I like to be transparent. I like to be honest. I can't do this stuff without money. That's how it works. So thank you. Tom Talks Rubbish. I love this week's show. Am I wrong? One thing I didn't like was Cody not answering MJF. Champa wins um, the Raw Rumble and challenges Cole at Mania for NXT. Well, Tom, I will address your other two points as we go on in a second. 
As for Champa winning the Raw Rumble, I think there's more chance of me winning the Raw Rumble than Tommaso Champa, and that is not a knock at him. That's just the way that uh, they they see the world. And shout out to my man Anthony Taggle, T Dog, always supporting, and same with Tom as well, always supporting. Appreciate it, Simon. You're the real MVP, mate. And while I don't agree, I will take that, my friend. That is very very kind of you. So yes, I believe the reason that everyone was mad about Dynamite this week was because of angles. Now this becomes a slight cooking pot for me, because if you watch Ups and Downs, again, that'll be live in around about an hour, and we'll go there to what Culture Wrestling. Make sure you subscribe to them, and we'll do Ups and Downs live together. I think that AEW's needed more angles, and I think awesome for them listening to their fan base, because I know I'm not alone, and introducing more angles. But that doesn't mean just because they introduce more angles, you have to go, well, I'm just going to enjoy it, enjoy it for what it was. Of course not. You, it, has to, it has to tick the right boxes. And I think 50% of them were really, really good. And I think 50% of them weren't so hot. And the one that's at the top is everything with the Nightmare Collective. And I kind of sit on two sides of the fence. On the one side, I appreciate that AEW had an idea and they're willing to try something different, to try something new. One of the things that irks me in pro wrestling the most is when we do introduce something, there's a bit of fan backlash and we just kill it. And like, well, you've got to give it a little bit of time, even if I don't like it. Like the Lana Rusev stuff. At least they're going whole hog with it. I do have a certain amount of respect. But the Nightmare Collective stuff just... It's not really, well, it's not clicking. It, and there's, there's a lot of, they did try to answer a lot of questions yesterday by putting Brandy Rhodes on commentary. And again, I thought that was smart. But I don't understand all the hair stuff. I thought all the shenanigans with Awesome Kong and Mel Chase and Luther just popping out from under the ring or wherever he came from, everyone would be like, oh, it's Luther. It's like, I don't know who Luther is. I, they said he's a Japanese hardcore legend. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's a fantastic wrestler. I'm sure he's had an incredible career. And maybe... It's silly of me that I haven't seen him to date, but even as a massive wrestling nerd that I am, I don't know every wrestler in the world. If only I did, I'd be a walking a walking encyclopedia, which would rock. But it's hard to make it feel like, uh, oh my gosh, when it's just a guy. You know, it's just a guy, and that's not his fault. That's down to the way that these things are presented. So, you know, from that from that point of view. I understand why, so I'm just making sure my chat is showing me all the messages. I understand why people didn't like it. And I think it's a, you know, it's a total thing as well, because up to this point, they ha that hasn't been the best thing on the show either. So you've kind of got this two-way street. But I don't think that has to translate into, this is the worst thing I've ever said, <laughs> which is what I've got. Because the other thing people... Uh, well, there was something else. Oh, that, yeah, I, I, admittedly. So straight after that, you get Christopher Daniels versus Sammy Guevara. Really good match. I thought they had great chemistry. But after getting some massive interference in the women's championship match, you're then getting interference by by Pentagon, and Christopher Daniel, Daniels loses by interference. That's not, you know, that is not bad, even if you had moved it later into the show. But I just think when you do back-to-back -back stuff like that, it, you do kind of shine a bigger spotlight on it. And because people were already mad, it kind of, you know, it lights the thing up. Uh, the other thing that Tom mentioned earlier, uh, the other issue, of course, is, yes, I thought it was strange that, again, it's sometimes I feel like AEW falls into repetitive, I don't want to call it a problem, that's too much, but repetitive things. Screw it, let's just use simple words. Repetitive things without actually realizing they're doing it. So, you know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, John Moxie said, I'll answer the inner circle next week. And look, it paid off, right? One of the best angles I think AEW's done so far. But then you had Cody and Arn Anderson going, well, we'll tell you next week. It's like, yeah, but you had all week to think about it. Why do you need another week? And then as Tom mentioned earlier, like I say, MJF is beating up DDP. 
why is it Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall making the save? Why isn't it Cody? Especially because we saw Cody tagged with with Dustin all of five minutes ago. And I understand this is wrestling, geeky, nerdy stuff, and in the grand scheme of things, of course it doesn't matter. Of course it doesn't matter. But sometimes you do have to look at the product that way when we're going to have what is hopefully an interesting debate about it. That's just how I see things. So I can I, I understand why that irks some people. I do. But I don't think it necessarily needed the um, the sheer vitriolic die AEW or anything like that. Although I do think... I wouldn't call it healthy because I now think we've gone too far the other way. But I, I would like to enter a world where you can say good things about AEW, you can say bad things about AEW, and conversely, you can say good things about WWE and you can say bad things about WWE. I would like to, it's never going to get there, but it'd be awesome if we got to a stage where we could just have nice, intelligent, differing conversations and opinions and debates and arguments about pro wrestling without you being a fanboy of either one. No one, no, not you guys do, but you know, there are people out there that just assume I'm a fanboy of this, I'm a fanboy of that, I'm a fanboy of wrestling, right? And I find myself in a very privileged position and I'm going to try and do the best with that as I can. Um, let's do some super chats actually before I, uh, before I go off on my, on my next rant and we will talk to Captain String Cheese brilliant name in the super chat thank you captain uh nxt was great yesterday glad i could contribute by the way you've inspired me to be more positive especially when the world hasn't been great lately well i love hearing stuff like that thank you very much my friend and it sucks that the world hasn't been great lately but just remember it hasn't been you know there'll be millions of other people who it also hasn't been great for because you're a human being and it just means you're not alone and if i can help you a little bit awesome don't forget sometimes when you see me ranting and raving on here i could be having a bad day you know i have problems and issues just like everybody else you know social media or youtube or whatever is a crazy thing where we you know perpetuate a certain vision of ourselves but uh, i haven't seen nxt yet i've read the results just because the way things work i'm never going to be able to get through a day without nxt being spoiled and because i have to do aew and do the ups and downs and then get on this i like to know but i certainly will feedback once i've seen it it sounds like a very decent show like nothing too major but the the tag team tournament stuff sounds like they, they you know they put the they put the foundations in place for that uh, obviously, the stuff with Keith Lee sounds awesome. Big Keith Lee fan. So, yeah, it sounded fun. Uh, Undead FB Goo in the super chat. Simon, it can't be a full-on near pay-per-view every week. My heart broke when Mox T's joined the inner circle. He can't be bought. Got a new car, though. No, I totally agree with you. I, you, you know, it, well, It's kind of weird. Dynamite almost is like a pay-per-view every week, simply because they only have quarterly pay-per-views, so you can give away bigger matches on television because you need to make sure people are buying into that. But yeah, going back to what I said earlier, I think the John Moxley, Chris Jericho thing is one of the best things AEW has done, mostly thanks to the delivery of Chris Jericho and John Moxley. And they played it out longer than they should have done, but it's one of those times when because you did that, it actually worked better, meaning what I just said makes no sense. But, you know, how happy Chris Jericho was. Sammy Guevara was probably the unsung hero of the piece. You know, it's just over the moon that this had gone down. But ultimately, it was the way that John Moxley... You know, he didn't he didn't over he didn't overdo it. There was no he didn't treat it like it was anything too major. He just got a microphone after pretending that he joined the inner circle and just went, Oh, I'm gonna kin <laughs> I'm just joking. Then he smashed a bottle over Chris Jericho's head. It kind of felt different to me than your usual pro wrestling angle because he was so nonchalant about it. And Dean Ambrose slash John Moxley, depending which version you want to look at, has done that time and time again. That was one of his strong points in WWE is that when he got given duff material, it was his delivery. Like when he was the, the Mountie, the Canadian dude. He's just, the way it was like, yeah, I'm a Mountie. This is so dumb. But it works because you're kind of owning what you've been given. So 
Yeah, you know, I totally agree. And while I kind of assumed it was going to be a double turn, they did it so well that there was a moment I was like, oh my gosh, maybe they're going to turn John Moxley heel. And Undead was the same. So yeah, I mean, I can't get too mad at a program that gives me something like the Nightmare Collective that I felt missed, yes, but didn't insult me. But then by the end of the show, I've got what I believe to be the best. Well, they don't do many closing angles on Dynamite. So that was interesting too. I just sometimes the internet really, really confused me. Uh, Mecha Cyan has their own opinion on Super Chat. It says, I can't get into AEW because it's so disorganized. Uh, Mecha, if you could just drop another, don't worry about doing a Super Chat. I'll try and keep an eye out for you. Let me know what you mean by that because I don't want to comment if, you know, I'm not 100% sure uh, uh, what you're getting at. I don't necessarily think they're disorganized. I would say that they are throwing a lot of stuff at the wall to see what sticks. But I wouldn't necessarily disorganize, but I'm happy to be proven wrong. Yeah, so drop me a line. I'll try and keep an eye out for it. The Kingslayer just wants to say Buddy Murphy or Drew McIntyre for a championship run. Little hug emoji. Hug right to you, Kingslayer. I mean, you may get Buddy going after the IC or the US title. If you're waiting for him to do a world title run, I think you may have to give it a while. But fingers crossed. And Drew McIntyre is the big discussion right now. We'll talk about this when we're out the way with AEW. But the rumors circulating is that the idea for Brock Lesnar is whoever chucks Brock Lesnar out the Rumble is going to be his opponent at WrestleMania. So who's that going to be? It's going to be, it could be Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre does kind of seem to have turned face recently and it would make perfect sense if you did that because you got to face Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar's the heel. Geeked Out Nation, the Super Chat says, if Brandy wasn't Cody's wife, would they have killed the Nightmare Collective? How can women's division gain any momentum? Butcher Blade with MJF, but why? No, I don't think that's fair. Um, and, and even if it is fair, that, it doesn't just happen in wrestling like you can look at football or any kind of sports and see uh you know kids or relatives or friends that are pushed that people get jobs because they're mates with people i don't i don't necessarily think that that's the case because there have been other things in AEW, like the dark order they, they, they come in for a lot of criticism but we haven't canned them so i don't think it's it's fair to i don't think it's fair to uh to put that on brandy Rhodes. and look brandy Rhodes may have a vision for this and you can't get too mad at them if she wants to see it through. She is part owner of that company or executive, whatever you want to say. And I saw some people earlier saying, oh, well, WWE would have killed this by now. No, they wouldn't. Shane McMahon and Stephanie McMahon were on the TV every week. And you had fans going, take them off, take them off. Vince went, nah, I do whatever I want. Now, I'm not saying two wrongs right or right. I'm not even saying that they are wrongs. I'm just saying that uh, certain favors are bestowed upon those that have closer connections to other people. That's life. You know, it's not what you know, it's who you know. So I'm not too massively bummed about that. Um, <clears throat> the Butcher and the Blade, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I thought they actually did well with that this week. They really established that he was with, with MGF. Like, it's ridiculous that when MGF revealed that, he did it on a social media promo, not on a promo on Dynamite. But they've made that clear now. So no, I think they're in a much better position. As for the women's division, yes, that is something that needs to be worked on. But I believe they will get it right because they have some damn, they have some damn good talent in there. Uh, Ogman02234 in the super chat. Thank you very much, Ogman. That's very kind of you. I was more bummed with Guevara getting turned into the bum of the inner circle. Like it. Two weeks in a row, he gets a win because of interference from someone else. Hope he gets more legit wins. Also, big ups to you, Simon. Thank you, man. That's a great point. I mean, the counter argument to that would be he is a cowardly swami heel. So he's all right if he gets wins like that. But yeah, true. Did you picked up on it? So it's got to be something that we have to underline. You know, can he get over that magic word? Can he get over properly by having goofy wins? Because you're right, he did win like that. I forgot. And obviously the week before that, or two weeks before that, because AEW had that break, he was being beaten when he was vlogging off the top rope. Can't remember who was fighting. I think it was a six-man tag, but he's the guy that got the pin. Although I do think he's a standout. 
in All Elite Wrestling. I think he's going to have a great 2020. I'm a big fan of Sammy Guevara, and I'll openly admit that when he first came in, didn't know a lot about him. Certainly wouldn't have said I was a fan. I wouldn't have even said I was that overly interested. But that's what good booking and good characterization and the wrestler themselves buying into all that can do. So he deserves a round of applause. Another plus for me it, it, you know, is it, Sammy Guevara. I think he's he's really made a name for himself to the fact that, you know, you're bringing him up now. Would you have done that six weeks ago? I don't necessarily think that um, that you would have done. Uh, Under FBQ in the Super Chat says, did you see that MJF tweeted during DDP's promo? MJF is just amazing. Like, he's 14. I know he's old in there, but he's so young. And he, you know, he just, he just gets it. He comes across like a good heel. He gets proper heat. That when he does little things like that, it just makes me like him even more because it's different. He doesn't care that DDP's talking. He's going to go on his phone. Said he was going to put him in a hospice, which means he's going to die. People only go to hospices to die. And then he's going to bang, because DDP's thing is bang, his daughter. It's good heel stuff. Got a reaction out of me sat on my sofa like the massive nerd that I am. So yeah, I, I think MJF is the... He's the... Like him, Sammy Guevara... Am I missing anybody else before I make this point? Probably not. They had a good video promo uh, video package for Kip Sabian too. But I really, we, Darby Allen's other one. I knew there was another one. And he's fighting Pac next week. You know, focusing on that, I won't say a bit more because they're doing a good job, but just in general, certainly is going to help that that um, that a lot. So Mech and Science come back to me as well and says, it kind of comes off as if they're making things up as they go along and I find anything to keep my interest. I find it, sorry, I find it hard to keep the interest, I mean. I do know what you mean, but I do think that comes down to the fact that it's a brand new company. It doesn't mean you can't criticize it because of that, but they are still trying to find out who they are. You know, at the moment, they're a little bit WCW, a little bit WWE, a little bit independent promotion, a little bit Memphis, a little bit Florida, you know, all, all these kind of things rolled into one. And eventually, I think they'll find their path and they'll walk down it. Now, of course, we should be able to still criticize them. You have to be able to. Otherwise, nothing can be above criticism. It just can't. That's not how we work as human beings. That's what I say with me when I put my wrestling matches out there. You can call me crap. You're allowed. I can be upset by that. But neither is right or wrong. But at the same time, I think we need to see where they get to. What were you in January? Where are they in March? Where are they in April? You know, Where do we get to after? Is it Revolution or Evolution, the next pay-per-view? There's a long way to go. And especially when we get to October and they've been around 12 months. And absolutely, you can start you can start bringing it up. But I, I do know what you mean. It does fit. But I also think that comes down to the fact that they're willing to listen to fans, you know, and they will make these differences. And that's what we wanted. But that is going to mean they're going to switch things up on the show. Because if they've done something and then an overwhelming bunch of fans go, no, no, don't do it like that. And they go, okay, we'll do it like this. It, it's then, I'm not saying you're doing this at all. I'm saying in general, it's then a bit rich if those same fans then go, well, that feels weird. Well, of course it does because they listen to you. You can't get mad at WWE for not listening and mad at AEW for listening. And the one thing I totally agree with that maybe was the biggest, uh, I don't like the word mistake because you've got to try these things. But faux pas was that Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, not Cody, I think Cody still feels like a star, but Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks don't necessarily feel as exciting as they did when AEW first started. But they're so talented and they have such huge fan bases, you are going to be able to turn that around in uh, in weeks to be honest and i i have so much respect for the young bucks i really really do they'd be allowed to have egos i mean we've seen huge stars in the wrestling business have egos and we all just accept it they were on the show this week for like two minutes i i i, I do think they should be on the show more and i do think they should be the tag team champions but the fact that they are they will go out of their way to underline they're not going to do what certain people did in world championship wrestling i just admire it and i'm not saying that makes for good tv i'm not saying it makes for bad tv i'm just saying as human beings i really admire their uh, their dedication 
to not make the same mistakes of the past, even though this time they wouldn't necessarily be mistakes. And it, it's all well and good to say, well, of course they were going to do that. No, not necessarily. You know, sometimes you can be put in a position of power and all of a sudden think, hee, 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 you know, here we go. I love him. I love Cody. I love Kenny. I love the whole, I just love wrestling. <laughs> Loser. Right, Hands, I'm going to get your name wrong, so I'm just going to call you Hands. I felt bad last time when I got it wrong, but shout out to Hands in the Super Chat, who I believe is all the way from Germany. Uh, they listened to your, uh, we'll talk about it because you brought it up. Uh, AEW listened to your eight things AEW has to improve uh, video, went up on what culture they explained Excalibur, and I had a tear of excitement in my eyes during the TDP promo. Well, I like that. That's what I like to hear. Look, I'm going to address this. Yes, yeah, so I put a video up to 24 hours ago on what culture called eight things, WW, eight things AEW can learn from or mistakes no one's talking about or or something like that and the major reason i did it was an article on what culture first so shout out to all the writers there but also one of the major reasons i wanted to do it is because people like hands and other people get in touch and say miller talk about this miller talk about that and i'm a super positive guy as you know so i try and circumvent it but i thought no we should talk about it if that's what the audience wants to talk about and yes one of the points was that you have this guy wearing a mask and if you're a brand new fan to wrestling which you know is the demographic aw is going after or one of them you'll see a guy in a mask and you won't have the education or the understanding to know what that is. You're just like, why is a guy in the mask? You won't know about Mexican wrestling and the, the respect and the history. So it's up to AEW to teach you that. And that was in the video. And then, yes, 24 hours later, Brandy Rhodes on commentary opened up the door for Alex Caliber to explain that. I don't believe they watched that video. I don't think that with the amount of talent, success, knowledge they have, they need to watch a bald man ranting and raving on the internet. I really, really don't. But I like this idea that they would. It makes me feel happy and it rubs my ego in the right way. I just think it's, I just think it was probably a natural thing that it, it just came up and, and it just did. But of course it would be amazing if they were listening to my, to my ranting and ravings. Although a small part of me would feel, would feel quite, not bad, because I, you know, you don't, I don't not or I don't not do something or I don't do something for anybody else. I do it because when I'm writing my script or whatever, I think it's funny or I believe in it. You know, you can't worry about anybody else. But a small part of me would be a bit like, whoops, I thought this the other day. Obviously, as you know, I'm a wrestler. I hope my wrestling career takes off. I could be in a locker room one day with someone that just goes, hey, get my segment are down. And I'd be like, yep. <laughs> just like skulk off into the corner. Uh, it's funny. Chicken salad. Just throw. I love chicken salad. He comes in, in the super chats with the, the best tangents. Gordon Ramsay should be a wrestler. Lol. Um, maybe he should. He's not going to get on the companies at the moment. He swears like a trooper, that man. He will, uh, he, he will get kicked out. So I think that's everything about Dynamite. Like I say, Moxie Jericho, fantastic. Nightmare Collective needs a bit of work. Enjoyed everything with Hangman Page, Omega, and Private Party. Don't know why we redid the pack angle again. But look, at least it evolved. Kenny Omega ran to the back. This time, Hangman Page didn't. Really enjoying this Hangman Page turn. We're taking our time. It makes sense when he does go. He's slowly becoming an alcoholic. He's drinking all the time. Thought that was good. Did enjoy Cody and Dustin taking on the Lucha Brothers. Just a good match. Thought that was quite fun. Love the Lucha Express versus Orange Cassidy and, and Best Friends. It's so dumb for all the right reasons. Those All six of those guys are just... You just make me happy. Just make me happy. Wrestling doesn't have to be serious. Just round of applause. Round of applause all around. And essentially, that was the whole show, right? I don't think I've missed anything. It did fly by. Two hours did fly by. Like When we were coming out for the Chris Jericho segment, I was like, I think this is the main event angle. And we've kind of, you know, we've got here. We've got here so fast. And they did do a good job in previewing everything they've got next week and the week after that when they're on the boat, when they're on Jericho's cruise. But yeah, we just need to, to tighten a few things up. What are we going to do with this Nightmare Collective? How is it going to evolve? 
Where's the Dark Order heading? Because, of course, it seems like now Christopher Daniels isn't going to be the leader. So my prediction is in the toilet, unless we're doing a Survivor Series 98 thing where it's like a double cross. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I do know that I enjoyed it. I, I, I do know that I do know that I had a, I had a good time. Uh, OP in the Super Chat says, Stormzy versus Wiley, Helen Hassell, book it, Simon. I can't handle any more Stormzy versus Wiley. We've been reacting to those videos on the channel because uh, I do like reacting to music. And I got into hip hop over the last couple of years. But man, do they hit hard. I don't know if you're into that kind of stuff. But yeah, if you are, that second Stormzy one, he ain't, he ain't mucking around. Put him in a Hell in a Cell. I don't want any more videos because now, I, now I'm in, I'm vested. So I've got to react. But it's going to be too much. I'm going to feel bad. Uh, Geeked Out Nation, the Super Chat says, with AEW, we nitpick way more than WWE. I don't know about that, man. Because <laughs> in WWE, we are used to and except when they put trash on every week, we forget how young the company is. Now, I do agree with that. It's because fans are passionate and fans are engaged and they love the fact this random alternative promotion is has cropped up and they want to see it do well and there's nothing wrong with that there really isn't but i would say that's uh just in my opinion that's a problem with the wrestling community in general is that sometimes we lay into things a little bit too hard and maybe we forget that there are human beings involved like even on my ups and downs when i'll poke fun i'll always try and do it in a way that comes across as jovial i would never just stare down the camera now and go effing this rubbish die die there's too much because people are human beings and I don't want to drag anybody down. But as I've talked about in this podcast already, I do believe in the freedom of speech and that everybody should be allowed to have their say. And I also think other people, especially when it comes to a business. If I say, uh, I won't even come up with a name because it'll be clipped, but Wrestler X is the shittest wrestler I've ever seen. I don't think you should ever say stuff like that. You can have that conversation with your friends or you can even have that conversation online, but don't at them. <laughs> don't, don't put them in it. That's just my opinion though. But yeah, you're, you're probably right. I think it's just this case of people wanting it to succeed. And I'm not going to lie. I do love AEW. It's not what I'm saying. I like Raw. Raw's a car wreck, <laughs> but it's incredibly entertaining. I think it's really fun. None of it makes any sense, but do I finish it laughing my head off? Yeah, I do. And they've got such talented wrestlers. I'm all right with Raw. I rarely say this and I rarely say it again because people get so upset. I quite like Raw these days. It's just crazy. It's just absolutely crazy. Uh, my man, Sean Gill in the Super Chat, always supporting Sean. Lovely to see you as always. I'm torn as a lifelong WWE fan because I want to like watch AEW and I do to a point. But with so much wrestling on right now, I just feel All Elite hasn't done enough to pull me away from WWE and that's disappointing. Hot take there, Sean. But I like it, and I really appreciate you saying that because some people wouldn't. That's fair. Um, I'm trying to think, well, I, you know, if you are a WWE guy and you're not drawn in by the hype of AEW that it had sort of middle to end of last year, I think the John Moxie, Chris Jericho stuff could bring you in. I'm not saying it was going to be with you. I mean, again, generally, because obviously they're WWE guys. And I do think Jericho is just fantastic right now. And I think John Moxley, he, he came into some criticism via Wrestle Kingdom. I thought he was great. I like John Moxley a lot. But yeah, outside of that, I can understand. I mean, what have the Young Bucks really done? What's Kenny Omega really done? They're having incredible matches. But that's kind of the entry level to wrestling now. Everybody has great matches. Now, you can say what you want about SmackDown and Raw. They're still having great matches. Like Chad Gable, Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe. And I'm missing loads of people. Even Baron Corbin has good matches. I mean, not to this level, but he's still a solid wrestler. That's why I, it's one of the reasons I'm so terrified about being a wrestler these days. You know, being good at the wrestling part is just the start of it. 
but yes, I would agree that maybe they need more angles. Not more angles, but more angles that are enticing people to jump across. And you're right, there is so much wrestling on TV. Again, another criticism this week was that AEW Dark was only 32 minutes. I was like, dudes, are you kidding me? You, you haven't had enough? <laughs> you haven't had enough wrestling? You got three hours on Monday. You got 32 minutes on Tuesday. On Wednesday, you got four hours. Then on Saturday, you got another two hours. If you watch Wrestle Kingdom, you had another 10 hours. What? I mean, what do you want? What do you want? Uh, but you can't win. But that ain't wrestling, man. That's, um, you know, that's the internet. I mean, what happened the last 24 hours over here and worldwide news? You know, Harry and Meghan check out the royal family. Everyone goes ballistic. I may do a video about that later. Never did I think I would do a video about the royal family. But I think it really does tie into mental health. And we haven't done a mental health video in a while. So I may use it as a jumping off point. Captain String Cheese, I will never get bored of your name in the super chat. DDP shouldn't have buried the young guys. Mm, I don't think he buried them. We have to see how this match goes next week. Because don't forget, he did end up being booted in the balls by MGF, which is the most important part. The Butcher and the Blade, whether you like it or not, are secondary guys at the moment. A bit like Cannon Fodder. So if anybody is going to get Diamond Cutter, it is going to be guys like them. I don't think they took the mick out of the legend, and I don't think they overly buried the young guys. I actually thought it was quite a nice balance. So, fingers crossed, I will say. I like, I like DDP a lot. I really, really do. I'm not going to lie. A little bit biased because I met him once and he took me through a DDPY programming and he was just the nicest person ever. So, of course, that's going to get in my system a little bit. But I actually did think this was quite balanced. But, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We, 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 we will see how it goes. So, that was my impression of AEW Dynamite. I, I liked it. But, yeah, sure, it's a work in progress as it was always going to be. And also, we have got to that stage where, you know, you either live long enough to see... So you either die as the hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And AEW Dynamite is just a weekly fixtures of people's lives these days. Now you're going to get mad about it. That's what happens. That's what happens. But I still think it's good. I, I think it's been... I, I don't think it was a good show. And once I've seen NXT, I'll let you know what I think about that too. But uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Has anything else happened that we need to talk about? Is there any news drop that I've forgotten about? Or anything like that. Is there anything else on AEW Dynamite you want to talk about? Let me know in the chat. Uh, like I said, I'll, I'll always keep an eye out for normal chats. If you really want to say something to me, please use the super chat. Also, shout out to pinsandknuckles.com, pinsandknucklesmerch.com, who supports Simon's Pro Wrestling Podcast. You can get exclusive Simon Miller t-shirts. And of course, you can get your own t-shirt, should you so wish. Or other people's t-shirts too. they got a load of t-shirts on there. And if you want to buy direct me from other merchandise I have, it's simonmiller.bigcartel.com. And somebody ordered a t-shirt yesterday. Thank you very much. And somebody in America finally got their signed photo. I really am sorry. I mean this. How long post takes to get to America. But that's just the Royal Mail or Air Mail or however the hell it gets there. It's, it just takes forever. It takes forever. But I promise, look, A, it will get to you. And B, if it doesn't, just get in touch with me and I'll send you another one out. I'd rather you had something as opposed to being an asshole, right? Simple as that. Uh, Mecca sign in the super chat. Look, Mecca, you picked the perfect time. He's switching the podcast up. That is what you guys are able to do. It's your show. Did you hear about Ember Moon? She injured her heel chasing after Carmella and our truth. I'm disappointed they treated her like a jabroni. Uh, I did hear about this. So she was on, was it backstage or maybe the bump or uh, uh, something like that? It was one of those shows. And yeah, she told the story how she got her injury. And that's when Carmella won the 24-7 title. Ember Moon was going to be one of the geeks running after her, as people say. And that's how she injured her Achilles. I mean, it must be hard to do it like that because deep down you're probably thinking, well, it's pretty stupid anyway, which the 24-7 title has become. But as awful as it is to injure yourself in the ring, at least you're doing it in the ring. It makes sense. So it is difficult when it comes to Ember Moon in WWE. 
I don't know. It, it certainly doesn't feel like she was ever being treated as someone they were going to push hard. She had that SummerSlam match, was it, against Bailey, and kind of just lost and was kind of booked a bit like a loser around it too. She is very, very talented. She's got a great finisher too, which is half the battle sometimes. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do with her. I don't know what her timetable is to come back, but I certainly... I don't know how WWE sees. She was booked a lot better in NXT, but we've said that a lot of times before. AJ Parker, my man Quicksilver in the Super Chat. Here's how I'd book the title scenario with Lesnar at Royal Rumble. You guys are on it today. Every time I go and switch to a new subject, you start it off for me. I appreciate it. Have Lesnar defend it against the other 929 competitors. You could then have several title changes. Take that title off Brock and set up new feuds. Love you, bro. So you are saying that he would that the belt would be on the line during the Royal Rumble? Or are you saying you wanted to take on every single 29 other person <laughs> in a match? Hey, I'm down for either. The real question now, and I quite like this Brock Lesnar idea the more I've thought about it, is because, yes, yeah, surely it sets up his WrestleMania match. So who do you send out there to throw out Brock Lesnar? Does he get down to the last two people? And then the other guy throws him out. There's all these rumors about Edge. Is Edge coming back at the Royal Rumble? Like, you know, he keeps saying no, no, and no, but he is a wrestler. He's going to say that. I hope that it's not Roman Reigns that chucks Brock Lesnar out because I think we've done that to death. But I also do believe that Roman Reigns is going to win the Royal Rumble. So that opens up a whole new speculative thing. Drew McIntyre, I think, has a lot of lot going for him. But we've said that before. But it does seem weird to me that they're switching him up from a heel to a face, which would make sense that he has to challenge Brock Lesnar. Cain Velasquez could come down. Cain Velasquez could come down at number 30, right? And there's still six, seven people left in the ring. Throw out Brock Lesnar and do that match at WrestleMania. Now, I don't think they give the world title to Cain Velasquez, but weirder things have happened. Maybe Tyson Fury does it. I can't see that because his fight with uh, Deontay Wilder is three weeks, three and a half weeks after the Rumble. He wouldn't have to do much, but that's dangerous. So maybe we're not doing that. But I think it's good. I think it adds intrigue to a match. As long as Brock Lesnar doesn't win. If Brock Lesnar, actually, would, I, would I even mind that? Would I mind Brock Lesnar winning? I don't think I would if done in the right way. I understand that he's a bit of a contentious person these days because he just doesn't turn up to television and that annoys people. But I don't know. I don't know. Told the right way, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it. I don't know. You tell me. Who, who, do you want, who do you want to throw? Who do you want Brock Lesnar to throw out of the Rumble? Or do you want him to win it? I know I was going to vote for that. Carl Lincoln, Super Chat. Power of AEW positivity. DDP's appearance inspired Anna Pachiti to commit to doing DDP yoga on a Cultaholic news video. Did it really? Well, shout out. I like that a lot. Shout out to Pat as well, who's one of the guys that heads up DDPY. He hooked me up with the DDP. I used to use the DDP yoga app. Don't want to get into it, but well, I will get into it. I had to cancel it because, well, I needed to save some money. Simple as that. And uh, yeah, he got in touch. To We just had a chat about some other wrestling stuff that was going on. And he mentioned that I'd be using DDPY. And I said, I certainly did to rehab my shoulder. I used to do it a couple of times a week because without wanting to sound like Chris Jericho, it is really good. Like DDP yoga really, really works. And he hooked me up with the app. So I massively appreciate that. And now I'm back on it. And surprise, surprise, my shoulders feel better. My knees feel better. And my back is a lot looser. Now, let me tell you about True Car. That's a nice little joke for people that listen to Talk is Jericho. But it is good. I haven't been paid to say this just because it's come up by Carl. So if Pachiti is going to do that, I tell you, it will help. You have to dedicate your time to it and you have to, you know, it's not something you can just do in five minutes. There are shorter workouts, but to me, the 30 minute plus workouts are the best ones. Uh, I'll get injured in a week now, but it's, it's, it is good. It, it is good. And fair play for DDP for turning up on an international program, and just pimping his stuff to the hills. He is the best. Uh, Vincent Mileage or Millage, I should say in the super chat. I just hope the Nightmare Collective either gets better or just stops. It almost made me switch the channel. Well, that's not good. 
and, and I guess, yeah, they, they are your only options as well. Get better or stop. I don't know which way it's going to go. Again, I really do appreciate that they've tried. I don't like storylines just getting dropped. But if they're really, if they look, if they have the statistics and they have the numbers and it seems like people are dropping out, then yes, you should just stop it. Because the idea is appealed to the fan base and appealed to the audience. And I still think there's incredible upside in Brandy Rhodes, Awesome Kong, this new Mel Chase. You know, I don't know much about her, but you know, I don't think she would be there otherwise. We just need to, the women's division is a question mark right now. And that's okay. Uh, as long as they're aware of it and they're doing their best to rectify it. Not everything was going to be fire out the gates, but it also in 2020, it's imperative to have a good women's division. I mean, it should have been throughout all time, but we don't need to have that conversation today. So, um, yes, I, that's not good. If it's making you turn off, then it's, it's not right. There's no two ways about it. Look, if, is anyone in the chat right now that does like it? Let me know, man. It's all good. I always say this. If you watch something that everybody else decrees, but decrees, decries, but you like it, you win. Because wrestling is there to entertain you. And if you're entertained, flub everybody else. My man Dan Lemley, always supporting as well. Damn, nice to see you. I do believe whoever throws out Brock is going to fight him at WrestleMania and someone from SmackDown is going to win the Rumble. Well, that ties into my thinking. That way, Roman wins the Rumble and then Brock can take on someone else. Although maybe putting Brock in the Rumble is because you want to put him against someone from SmackDown. You can't do that because you've booked yourself into the corner with a stupid brand split, even though Bailey just goes wherever she wants. So the way to do that, the way to circumvent it is simply to go, okay, well... I know, SmackDown wrestler Y chucks Brock Lesnar out, and that's how you get around it. I think it's going to be interesting this year, the Royal Rumble. I'm excited about it. I really, really, really am. And uh, I think, you know, as well as Dan, I think most people agree this is the, uh, this is the direction uh, it's going to head in. That's all I need. All I need is a bit of an intrigue. Even when Randy Orton won in 2017, I may be a year late there, a year early, I can't remember. But that wasn't the most exciting one because it's Randy Orton and you just expect it. But it was a decent rumble. I had fun. I think the only time I was proper like, oh, was when Randy Orton won it the first time. But I was young and stupid then. Now I kind of, um, I kind of understand how it works. I do like the idea they had. I think it was on Wrestling Observer or some podcast I was listening to where Brock Lesnar's in the ring by himself and Kofi Kingston's music hits. And that's where we do the rematch between Brock and Kofi. And at one point, you know, Kofi almost gets Brock out and then Brock chucks out Kofi, but he gets back in using one of his magic tricks. And eventually, obviously, Lesnar would throw him out. I would buy into that like a massive geek. I would enjoy that massively. And while I do think it's unfair that Kofi Kingston never got a rematch, the end of his title reign was just pants. A lot of his stuff in WWE is pants. <laughs> I just... I just, I just move on. I just move on as quickly uh, as quickly as I can. Uh, yes, we're not going to talk about NXT because I haven't seen it yet, but it certainly sounded, uh, it certainly sounded good. And really, I don't think there's any other news going on. I thought there was more stuff that we could talk about, but now I actually look, and we will find stuff to talk about. Don't worry. But yeah, now I now I look. It all seems, well, it all just seems relatively, relatively straightforward. I've just been sent a picture of CM Punk and Al Bundy. You know, from uh, Married with Children. That's weird. <laughs> it's just the strangest, the strangest stuff. But look, let me know what you thought about EW, of course. Let me know about all this stuff. Sean Gearhorn has an idea and says Dominic eliminates Brock. I'm not against it, Sean. I'm not against it. I'm not against it at all. The whole Dominic stuff, I like the whole Dominic stuff because, well, why the hell not? You know, he's been embedded in this storyline now for almost 20 years. And I will be quite excited when he does, Dave, because A, he's Rey Mysterio's kid, and B, he has been built up on TV. But look, he does deserve to get some revenge against Brock. So yeah, maybe he does, although I bet Andrade beats him up. He did what Brock did, went after the mask. Now he's going to go after the kid. If Rey Mysterio brings Dominic to another WWE show, somebody needs to sit him down and go, Rey, you're being a bad dad. This has gone bad twice. Learn, learn. My goodness, yeah, luchador. How good is Rey Mysterio right now, by the way? Do you remember like 
six months, maybe eight months ago, some independent time period ago, we were like, why are they doing with Rey Mysterio? He's not being treated like a legend. He is now. Not only is he being used to put Andrade over, which we tried to do last year, but now we're finally doing. He's just great. Like the revenge he got on Raw, I was thinking about this all week. I think he's one of the best. I think him and Cody are my two favorite baby faces in, um, in, uh, in, in Western or American wrestling, whatever you want to say. I think they're absolutely brilliant. I really, really, really do. I'm just looking for more, for more news. I swear I missed something. I swear there was something I read, and I was like, you've got to talk about that. There's a load of rumors that John Cena's going to be at WrestleMania. I don't doubt. That's the other thing I like as well. John Cena comes back at uh, the Royal Rumble and chucks Brock Lesnar out, and we do that at WrestleMania. I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with John Cena winning his 17th World Championship. Quite missed John Cena. I know that's a controversial uh, thing to say. Not a lot of people agree with that, but I do. I like him. I like him or not. Anthony Tagle in the Super Chat says, I heard Nicholas is going to be in the Royal Rumble. Do you know, you could do it. It would be quite funny. Let's say that Nicholas comes in. He's surrounded by a load of people. They're going to take him out. And the next person is Braun Strowman who saves him. Then Nicholas just eliminates himself. I mean, it would be dumb. But in a Royal Rumble match, I'm okay with dumb. I think you should be able to do everything in Royal Rumble. It should be serious. It should be comedy. Ups and downs, naturally. So yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. There were some rumors that they were going to do a 60-man Royal Rumble. That's too long. That's two hours. That's two hours straight away. Some things you don't need to muck around with. Sorry, I got a bit of wind. You didn't need to know that, but I told you. Some things you don't need to muck around with. The Royal Rumble is perfect. And that's why it's lasted for 22 years. It's perfect. You don't need to muck around with it. So I don't want a 60-man Rumble. The cool thing is, this is someone on Reddit wrote this. I should have got their name. If Brock Lesnar enters at number one, which he will do, and he goes all the way through 29 guys. The Royal Rumble match is going to go an hour. In, Brock Les- in 2019, Brock Lesnar only wrestled for 59 minutes. So in one match, he will wrestle more than he did. Which suggests to me, I'm going to put this on record now. I'll make this prediction at the time too. Whoever is number two will throw out Brock Lesnar. Because really, he just doesn't want to... He's just going to be asked to wrestle. So he's going to be chucked out. My man Sean Gill on the Super Chat said, did you see Punk's tweet at The Miz? I did see this. I don't really think it's very newsworthy. I'll give it everyone the headlines in case you're interested. So The Miz was on WWE backstage, was doing an Instagram video, said, uh, you know, it's the best episode ever. Rennie Young said, no, it's not. He said, what is it? He said, the Punk one. And he went, oh, I'm not changing the, I'm not changing the culture. And Punk seemed to get so mad about that and made a, a comment about Miz sucking Saudi Arabia blood money dick. All of this got deleted after a while. It felt very petulant to me. It felt very reactionary. I didn't really understand why anybody was so mad. The Miz wasn't having a go at CM Punk. It was just it was like a light jibe. Like a light jibe. But look, I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of it. But yeah, it was a bit. It was a bit strange. Uh, but it all seemed to calm down. There was no fallout. Nobody's talking about it. I think it kind of does underline that you know CM Punk absolutely has no ties to WWE. I don't think any other WWE rest in the company would write, go suck Saudi Arabia blood money dick. It's a bit much though. All in all, I, the Miz, I like The Miz a lot. I respect him massively, especially given where he was and where he is now. You know, is he arrogant? Absolutely. But he's used that arrogance to his, his advantage. And I think it's almost kind of earned. So... Yeah, I don't know. AJ Parker, not happy with my suggestion at all in the super chat. No, anyone but Cena. Anyone but Cena, ABC. I don't know. I'm not saying he wins the Rumble. I'm just saying he throws out Brock and you do Cena versus Brock at Mania. I'm all right with it. I think it would be good. Clearly alone. Anthony Taggle says, what in super chat, hand on heart. What if Brock eliminates himself? I'll laugh. If Brock gets in at one and he'd chuck it, then he wouldn't do that. That would make any, I'll just crack up. 
You could do anything, though. I think WWE is usually quite creative with the Royal Rumble. I'm quite excited to see uh, to see what they do. The Train 24 says 60 man would change it from two minutes uh, down to one. Yeah, but then it, I, it's fine how it is, though. I don't. And also, 60 by number 51. I'm going to be a bit bored of going. Well, who's going to come out now? 30 is perfect because it doesn't ever feel like too much, and you can dish in the right amount of surprises. I just think it's the perfect wrestling concept. So I don't know. I only get it once a year. If you were getting it 10 times a year, then yes, you could muck around with it, which is why I didn't mind the greatest Royal Rumble being 50. Because like, well, it's the greatest Royal Rumble. It's not the Royal Rumble. And also it managed to separate it from the Royal Rumble. So when we get back to the rules that I expect, everything is okay in the world. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I just don't want a 60-man Royal Rumble. We did the 40-man one, the Alberto Del Rio one in 2011. I didn't necessarily think too much of that either. It just felt like 10 people too many, which is probably why it was. Uh, right, so we've got, a, we got about 15 minutes left. I always like to get these in an hour. So just start spamming the chat with questions, and I'll grab as many as I can. We can ask them. Anything to do with wrestler is absolutely fine. Uh, if you use a super chat, I 100% make sure to read out your... Uh, to read out your, your your thing. But as we do get there, as you do, because there's a bit of delay on these things, Saturday, down in High Wycombe for EWA. If you are around, you can come watch my match with Johnny Storm. Absolutely nuts. If you're a British wrestling fan, you'll know how long Johnny Storm's been doing this. Absolute stalwart of the British wrestling independent scene. So please do come down High Wycombe Judo Centre to see me compete there. My only match this weekend, which kind of sucks, although we'll be on Arsenal TV on Saturday morning. What a day I'm going to have. So if you're an Arsenal fan, tune into Arsenal Nation. It's not Arsenal TV, it's different. Arsenal Nation, the official Arsenal channel. It's on arsenal.com. So, uh, yeah, we're going to do that. And uh, somebody asked me the other day to just put videos up saying when my wrestling matches are going to be. I think I'd rather just do it here. I don't think anybody needs an upload from me that just says wrestling dates. Look, maybe I'm wrong. You know, let, let me know. But, yeah, if you are around, you want to come down, uh, just do it. Someone says, does Big Show like peanut butter? Well, everyone likes but Unless you're allergic to nuts. I think everybody likes peanut butter, don't they? It's a delicious treat. I had some before we started doing this podcast. Also, it's 2 o'clock. Where's my parcel? The whole reason I delayed this stupid, this stupid thing is because I said I was getting a parcel. I'm, I'm, I'm finding out where my parcel is. I bet you they've tried to deliver it and just didn't bother. They do that all the time, and it makes me mad. No, it just says out for delivery. Yeah, who knows? Who knows where my parcel is? Uh, ups and downs is about to start. Is that true? Because I got it to feel really late. Do you know what happened to me today? Talk about tech problems. I went to upload and my flipping internet just died to the Starbucks down the road. One of the road. I had to. I had to leg it. It was absolutely, absolutely. It was like oh, ups and downs has started now. All right. Well, okay. I tell you what we do. We don't take time away from ups and downs. And we've had a good chat today. Come join me over at What Culture Wrestling, where we are going to up those downs for uh, for AEW Dynamite. Before we do that, though, my man Anthony Tagler the Super Chat says, "Do you watch NWA Power? It's not. Uh, if not, it's great. Our wrestling and Stu Bennett is top class on commentary. I love NWA Power. Sometimes I think it's my favorite wrestling show of the week. But um, yeah, there are, there are only people ask me why we don't do ups and downs for it." And it's simply because, you know, it's just, there's my parcel. Right, hang on, one second. I knew it would come. I knew it would come. It was one minute, two minutes late. If I was a bigger asshole, I'd yell at him. But yeah, the only reason we don't do NWA power ups and downs is because the true reason is nobody would watch it. I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean they just wouldn't. We've tried those things before. And also, I do need a break. I don't mean that in a bad way, again. But like I say, we do Raw, we do SmackDown, we do Dynamite, we do pay-per-views, we do Dark. There's a limit to everything. But I do love it. I do think it's great. And that note, thank you so much for everyone joining me today. We broke a new record. More people are watching now than they ever have done. So, 
Yeah, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I also knocked one of my lights, which is why the lighting looks weird. It's facing the wrong way. I hit it when I was coming back. Head over to What Culture Wrestling right now. I'll be in the chat uh, for AEW Dynamite Ups and Downs, which is live right now. And look, if you are on my channel for the first time, hit the subscribe button. I would massively appreciate it. On my road to 100,000, we're pretty much at 94. 6,000 people to go. There's a lot of people, but we'll get there. I have a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Simon316. That's how I'm able to do this stuff. Again, transparency, honestly, to do the things you love, you need money, unfortunately. But hey, that's the way it is. Uh, yeah, like the video, share the video at Simon316 on Twitter and Instagram. Simon.bigcartel.com for merchandise. Pinsandknuckles.com. Shout out to them for always supporting the podcast. And I think that's everything I've got. Uh, love you loads. And look, we'll probably do something else tomorrow. I don't know what we're going to do. Let me know. We did fitness yesterday. We'll do something else tomorrow. Just enjoy talking to you. And I'll see you soon. Yeah.